0: Welcome to the My Home, My Mission podcast, a conversation about life at the intersection of faith and family. Hey, friends, welcome back. This is episode 35 of the My Home, My Mission podcast. I'm Chris, and I'm in studio today with my co-host, Jordan. Welcome back, everybody. Man, it's good to be back in studio. It's good to be talking on this subject. Um, uh, Man, I think I like. What we're talking about today and over the next couple of weeks, probably as good as anything we've done yet, as we're talking mm-hmm. about uh, really just being. It's talking about dadding, I guess. I think that's a term we came up with a couple weeks back, but uh, dadding. So uh, this week, we're talking on the subject of values to pass along to your sons, values to pass along to your sons. And uh, just by way of introduction, maybe, um, here's a quote that uh, we've run across here. Alexander McLaren, a Scottish Baptist pastor, said, Here is the manliness of manhood, that a man has a good reason for what he does and has a will in doing it. And uh, that's kind of a cool statement, but it kind of speaks of what it is to be a man uh, and so forth. So, Jordan, talk with us a little bit about this subject that we're dealing with here.
1: Yeah, so uh, over the past couple of weeks, we've been talking through, um, talking about uh, John Tyson's book called Intentional Father. Mm -hmm. Um, it's just been a really helpful thing for me and some dads here at the, at the church. And, uh, this is, this is one of the, one of the chapters he he discusses this and he says, without values, a man's like a ship without a rudder in a sea of relativity and compromise hmm. with values. A man can navigate complexity and confusion with confidence and clarity Instilling biblical values, those of family, those of manhood and personal ones, is a great gift from a father to a son. And
0: yeah. So it's a big deal. well said. Absolutely. So values, as we're talking about them, we're really kind of talking about guiding principles or Mm -hmm. uh, maybe the meta-narrative of what it is to be who you are by way of family and stuff. So really cool. So when we're talking about the subject of values that we want to pass along to our families. I imagine those fit in a number of different buckets and stuff. So how would you kind of characterize those maybe um, in two or three different buckets? And then we'll maybe talk about them. Yeah. So
1: the the first one we'll talk about is family values. So what does it mean to be a fill in the blank? Mm -hmm. Aiken, Reese, whatever your name is, Um, family values. And then we'll talk about personal values. What's important to you? What's different about you? What do you find important? And then the last one, manly values. Come on. I feel like Uh, I need
0: to go watch wrestling. Man, yeah, 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 for sure.
1: (laughs) Um, So when we're talking about fatherhood and we're we're talking about what we're going to pass along to our sons, Mm -hmm. we're talking about these manly values. They're things that dad teaches his son that's different from anything else dad Mm -hmm. would teach his daughters or a mom would teach uh, a son or daughter. Um, it's unique what a man passes down to his son. So those manly values, we'll talk about those.
0: Excellent. Yep. So, man, that sounds like um, a lot of cool stuff. And, you know, as I'm looking at it, as we're talking about passing on values, we're really just kind of knee deep in that Deuteronomy 6 mindset again, mm-hmm. because most of these are taught not by way of classroom instruction, uh, these are the things that you're to do, but they're kind of taught as you are as you come in, as you go out, as you rise, as you lie down uh, sort of deal. So let's jump into family values a little bit. Um, uh, those are the things that we value are important or what kind of separates the Reese family from uh, all the other families on the block. So as you're trying to instill that in your children, what are, um, what, Maybe what's kind of unique about being a Reese versus just a run of the mill? Well, I'm not even going to try it. Maybe one of your neighbors who's just working <laughs> from a different perspective.
1: <laughs> well, this is something that my family's working through right now. So um, we've got young kids, and it's something that they're, you know, we're kind of working with them, and we'll talk about this toward the end, but kind of working with them on uh, what's unique about the Reese family. What's unique about us? What do we do? What do we value? And and so we're talking through that with them and they're starting to recognize some of these things. Mm-hmm. Um, but things like, uh, loving the Lord, uh, serving the church, serving and loving people, um, and that sort of thing, or just some of the yeah. examples yeah. of values that,
0: that I think we're, we're realizing that are important to us. Yeah. Man, that is so good, and uh, as we were preparing for this, I was uh, telling you just before we got on the mic that um, I found a document that kind of articulated Aiken values, and uh, I went back and checked the timestamp on it. It goes back to September of 1998, so put that in context. My oldest son was four and a half, and my youngest was three months— Prior to his birth, so it was. Wow. This this is uh, something that, uh, and I'm sure I had to be prompted in a sermon or by a leadership guy or something to even think this way, but I wrote down a number of different things and um, that just what does it mean to articulate this? That you know, there's one God. We're going to be people who are kind to one another. We're people who right our wrongs, so we take responsibility when we uh, we miss the mark. Uh, we believe in uh, things like free enterprise and working hard, being responsible for our own future rather than accepting handouts. Um, we support one another. We believe in the rule of law. We practice servanthood. Um, it, there's a number of different characteristics and qualities. And um, while I'm sure we probably talked about that with my sons when they were too young to remember. um This isn't a document that we like made them memorize and recite every day before dinner, but <laughs> when I go back and look at it now with them in their twenties, I go, Hey, you know what? I think we actually pass those on by modeling to them, so they've got a good handle, and they model these things in their lives and in the way they're raising their family so um establishing your family values is certainly something that's really critical to do.
1: That's a great idea. I love that you wrote them down. That's that's important and that's something we haven't done yet and as we're kind of working through this, we want to we want to have that where it's written down because when you write something down, you can you can really commit to it. Yeah. So yeah. So
0: a, I think big deal. I think that's an important piece. And then you said secondly, not just family values, but personal values. So what things are yeah. valuable to you? personally, what's your purpose, what's kind of set you apart from um, maybe the mainstream of people. And, and that's not to say that the mainstream's wrong. This isn't an argument against something, but it's an argument for who I want to be. And even if that stands out against the pressures of peers or culture or what have you. So um, what are some of the things personally that you try to pass on or model or try to draw out within your family to get them to think of?
1: Yeah. So we're talking about values to pass along. Um, The first step in that is find out what are my personal values. So what's important to me. Um, So we're moving past the family values, but personal. So this might mean uh, you might be a leader or a visionary type. You might be somebody who values leading people, leading teams, uh, that sort of thing. You might be uh, you might value serving people mm-hmm. um, and those can you can be both of those by the way but I, I think you know some people are natural leaders some people are naturally great at serving behind the scenes um, you might value uh, training up the next generation I mean when you walk around our church on Sunday you see such a huge variety of yeah, um, giftings, but things that people are valuing, where they're serving and what they're doing, what they find important. Um, and God uses that. So what are those personal values you have
0: and how can you pass those along? Yeah. And I'm a guy that says everybody's leading. It's just a matter of where you're going, if it's worth following, uh, yep. because we're all leading. Our kids learn stuff, our Peers learn stuff. People that look up to us learn stuff by what we're doing. And um, I would argue with Greenleaf that there, um, there is no real leadership apart from servant leadership. Mm-hmm. And uh, servanthood or leadership itself is just a stewardship of serving others so that you help them achieve. So um, I agree with all of that stuff. Um, so I think that kind of picks it. If it's not something that's kind of key to you personally... Just taking time to evaluate who you are, what are your personal values and how do those work themselves out so that yeah. if it's not the direction you want to be, you can adjust it and it could be be or become something else.
1: Yeah. So an important step would be just to think through, you know, what are what are some of the things that uh, when I study the Bible when I read the Bible and I hear the words of Jesus, what are the things that he valued? What are the things that a Christian should value um, and write those down and just kind of see where, where am I on this? Uh, am I valuing the things that, uh, that honors, that honors Christ and that lifts him up and points people to him? So those are just some of the, the ways we can kind of determine what those are. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: And then I think the third subject you mentioned were manly values or masculinity. What does it Mm -hmm. mean to be a man? And this is now this statement is going to come across controversial. So if you're one of the ladies Uh listening in here, I want you to hear me with the most charitable way of hearing and hear my heart. But uh, I'm aware that we've got, you know, single moms that are raising sons and things of that nature Uh, So this statement in that way kind of stings a little bit. But I want to say to you, there are a number of things a mom can teach her sons, teach love and compassion and all of these things. But he can never teach her how to be a man because this is something that's really passed on from man to man. Now, again, that may come across controversial, but I'm just going to say to you. Um, I've been doing this for a long time and I've raised two sons. I have no idea how to raise a daughter. I'm hoping I get to learn how to raise a granddaughter one day, Uh, but (laughs) I have no idea how to raise a daughter. But when it comes to raising men, um, I do have some insight on that. And it's not something that a woman can do. Jody and I think so much differently about core values that we want to pass on to our, our sons and we want them to model in their lives. And it takes another guy a man to be able to do this. So, um, some of those things um, uh, that come out there. If you were going to characterize or talk about maybe a resource, where would you point somebody to if they were talking about that?
1: Now, this sounds funny, but I would say uh, Proverbs thirty-one.
0: You're right; that does sound funny. So, you're going to have to explain it.
1: Yeah. So we we think of Proverbs thirty-one as being, you know, the Uh, The Proverbs 31 woman, that's what we talk about. The
0: perfect wife, go find her. all of that.
1: So actually, Proverbs 31 starts talking about men. That's right. Um, And so the the very first couple
0: of words in there is, listen, my son. Yeah, well, that's good. Solomon talking to uh, those that he has influence over, probably actually a biological son or that in mind. Listen, my son. So that's kind of the wisdom piece there.
1: Good. Yeah. So I think, but one of the manly values that we need to pass down to our sons is wisdom. Yeah. And we hear that all throughout the proverbs. If you if you've read the proverbs enough, you'll know that it says listen. There there are a lot of times where it says listen to my wisdom, like a, a father talking to a son. Yeah. Listen to my wisdom, and so uh, as a as a Christian. Man, we need to be somebody who listens, who learns, who pays attention. Um, wisdom is important to Jesus. yeah. so when we look at the Sermon on the Mount in Matthew, he is just imparting wisdom, kingdom wisdom mm-hmm. to people. and we should be men of wisdom. That's a biblical thing.
0: Yeah, it's so important to him. Um, you know, the personification of wisdom that you find in Proverbs is actually statements toward the creative work of God or the work of the Son. Uh, All things are created by Him and for Him and through Him uh, and to His glory. Um, And then it says, you know, and wisdom uh, was right there with me when I was creating uh, the world and so forth, so you get that concept that godliness and wisdom are really like two sides of the same coin. In uh, how things go in in the mm-hmm. world, so that's a big one. What what else would you say?
1: So, after wisdom, self control. So Proverbs thirty one again. the The next part says, "Do not give your strength, uh, do not give your strength to women, your ways, uh, to those who destroy kings." And so, what what that saying is, um, it's talking about uh, self control in a man, not to let things control you, Mm. um, but to be led by and controlled by the spirit of God. And so, uh, self-control is a big deal. Uh, and we see, of course, we just celebrated Easter not long ago and we see the self-control that Jesus had. I think about, um, when he's on the way to the cross Mm -hmm. and the things that are being said and the, um just the the things that are happening to him by the people on his way and even as he's on the cross the self-control that he had um to not just just deal with that right away yeah yeah. (laughs) Uh, a lot of us men would would lack that self-control and just want to drop the hammer
0: on some people but if you've never been spit on you know yeah um, i got a career in law enforcement so i (laughs) <laughs> do know what it's like to be spit at and uh mm-hmm. y- you know it takes a certain amount of that and i like the word self-control in that over uh maybe a parallel or a synonym to that which would be discipline uh, we're not yeah. talking about just discipline do this this and this we're talking about mastering that internal desire will drive so proverbs Uh, Five, Proverbs 7, those are two passages when I'm talking to men, I go back to on a regular. How do you control even your own desires and your outworking of desires, even as it relates to the fairer sex? uh, How do you deal with that? So that's a big one as we talk about Mm self-control. And, and of course, Jesus is, of course, he's the consummate example in all of those. So wisdom, self-control. How about uh, next one? courage. Courage. Courage, yep. And uh, that's a good one, too. That's Proverbs 31 as well, I think. Yeah. So how do you see that in there? Yeah,
1: it says, speak up or open your mouth, depending on which version you're reading from. Mm. Um, you know, talking about sharing, uh, I guess, sharing with people what you have, the wisdom that you've picked up and you've learned to to speak up. And, and we see we see Jesus, he, he showed courage. Mm-hmm. You know, he, again, on the cross, he showed courage, courage. Um, lots of times whenever he was being uh, tested by the Pharisees and things like that, he never cowered. He never backed up or backpedaled. He always, he had courage. Um, And so all of these, all of these things we're going to talk about are attributes of Jesus. And so that's, that's what a Christian is, is somebody who's becoming Christ-like. And so these are characteristics we need to have. Courage and that's is a good. big one.
0: So in the way you're putting that with speaking up and uh, and so forth, then, you know, the counter of that would be true, that uh, silence could very well be a synonym for cowardice. Um, it's not giving credit or uh, giving testimony to the places where it belongs, the things that it belongs. So I like that. And man, do we ever need people with courage today mm. to stand up and just speak, um, I think our current culture would say truth to power or truth at least to the circumstances or speak for uh, what's right versus what's wrong. So that's, uh, that's such a big deal. And yep. then uh, maybe related to that would be this fourth uh, piece, which uh, is justice. You know, So how would you find that or talk about that from Proverbs 31?
1: Yeah, so it says, Open your mouth for the mute, for the rights of all who are destitute. Open your mouth, judge right, righteously, defend the rights of the poor and the needy. And and we see we see this theme all throughout the the Bible, and uh, to care for the widows and the orphans. And we see uh, the people who Jesus went to, who he was, who he cared about. The he he spent the most time going toward need, moving in the direction of need. Um, healing the blind, healing the lame, healing the sick, um, being around the poor, caring about the poor and the needy. Um, And so we see him doing that. And so when we see that, whenever we see neediness or we see um, those who are oppressed or those who are, uh, those are the ones that we should move toward as men um, because that's who Jesus focuses attention to. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And none of these, uh, be it wisdom or self-control or courage or justice, are um, limited only to men. But there's a special way that we as dads want to impress the responsibility to exhibit this to our sons. Um, yes, to our daughters as well, but to our sons as mm-hmm. those who are stewards, caretakers of God's creation, uh, agents of redemption, and, uh, and all of those pieces. So what would you say from a practical standpoint um, somebody's listening to this, and they're like, man, I'd like to do that. One of the things you mentioned, hey, maybe write down these values as you've kind of sorted through them, but what are some of the things that you would say to somebody practically, steps they could take to put into place passing on values from generation to generation, from father to son?
1: Yeah, and so uh, what you were just saying is so true um, about how all these can, uh, can apply to to ladies and men. When we look around in our, in, our, in our world, our society, we see a lot of men who um, are just dropping the ball on these things. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so we do need to take those practical steps with our sons and, and our daughters, but we need to pass these down. And so I think a big step, like we talked about writing it down, but think about it. Mm-hmm. So what are the, the principles, the non-negotiables and values in, in your family, in your life and how can, how can we pass those along to our kids? Um, kind of like the phase that, that my family's in right now, talk. Mm-hmm. Talk to your kids and, and you know, talk as a family. What are the things that show themselves as important to us? What are the values of being a Reese or being an Aiken? That's right. Um, and talking through those. and And then
0: just make a plan to put those into action. It's such a big deal. So it's almost back to our kind of our... By word of the end of every episode, just mm-hmm. do it. Start doing yeah. something. Uh, move in the direction um, that you want uh, for outcome or results, uh, making things happen. So, yep. man, great topic today. Thanks for putting this together. And, hey, thank you for, uh, for you who are listening. We're grateful for that. If you've got some things you'd like to add or you think, man, this would make a great addition to your next episode, please let us know at the contact information that follows and... We'll talk to you again next time. Thank you for joining us for the My Home, My Mission podcast. If today's episode was helpful to you, please subscribe, share it with a friend, and rate us on iTunes to make it easier for others to find us. If you would like to contact Chris or Jordan, you can email us at home at inglewoodbaptist.com.